0: Well, um, I don't know what to do with all the sweetness and honor. um, I'm just a girl from Mississippi, so I have a really bad country accent. I can't help it. And I like to have lots of fun um, and laugh. And Taylor and Allie are very helpful with that. I love Taylor and Allie, and Chris, he's amazing, and his brother Danny, and everybody else over there. I can't name everybody because my brain is full right now. But um, I, the other day he came over and made me do a photo shoot. I actually can't stand photos, but um, I was like, sure, I'll do that for you, no problem. So when he and Matt, um, Um, Maybe some of y'all know Matt, but he came over um, with him. And so we were just goofing off, and Matt threw down a beat, and I started to sing Hello from the Other Side. Everybody has a parody of that song. Um, So I decided to make my own, because it's just lots of fun to do parodies. So, if, and I'm going to try my best not to laugh as I do it. So it's somewhat funny and somewhat serious. So um, Taylor is going to lay down a beat, right? Taylor, that's what we were talking about a minute ago. Because the guy who was supposed to do this was supposed to show up and he didn't. So it's okay. He's asking me how the beat goes. Really? Well, see, do I need to do it? Yeah, something like that. Okay. So let me get my groove for just a second. Let me think. Let me concentrate. Let's see. Okay. Hello. It's me. I've been waiting all my life just to get this ring. I'm so elated and so in love. They say fairy tales. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> and they say fairy tales are just for wells but that doesn't make any sense hello from the other side i must have cried a hundred times to tell god thank you for everything you have done and when i call him i know he No, I'm not single anymore. I tell you it's worth it to wait for the right one. Believe me, I should know, cause I've done it all wrong before. That's it. <laughs> so, Ever since I was like six, I've loved to make up songs to other people's songs or words until I found out when I went to school that's called plagiarism. And so I was like, oh, really? Darn, I really liked that song. And so I was like, I'm sorry, God. I didn't know what I was doing. But it was so much fun trying to make up words to other people's songs. Um, So it's still fun, right? We all like to do that, even if you don't have the gift of song. But it's okay, guys. I don't have very many other talents. But... um, See, I couldn't think of too many words that rhymed. So let me go back over. They say fairy tales are just for wells. That makes no sense, see? But that don't make any sense. That don't make. uh, It just kind of went. Mississippi. But anyway. So yeah, that's my parody. And what does that have to do with tonight? Um, Just a little bit. Not really too much. Um, Really. Uh, So I... Well, tell you, I'm going to try my best to tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a very detailed person, so I'm going to try not to bore you. But ever since I was five, I ever since I can remember, I've loved God. I can't really tell you a time where I haven't loved God. I remember my dad led me to the Lord when I was five or six years old in my living room, and so ever since then, I have loved worship. I have loved God, and um, just treasured Him with everything that's within me. And I haven't known anything else. Um, and so, as a teenager, I started. I started writing when I was fourteen. Um, started singing when I was about nine or ten. I didn't have the greatest voice, to be honest. I really prayed really hard. Um, he would give me multiple styles of voice that he would you know as I grew in the Lord and really sought after him I remember crying i can't sing what's inside of me and just wish I had this and that and that and my mom always told me if you give you God'll give you the desires of your heart if you just keep seeking after him and I believed it so over time it, you know it got a lot better and that's not what I came here to talk about but um so anyway the the point is I'm I, tonight I'm going to talk about Finding treasure in God and finding out what do you, what do you treasure currently right now? Um, I, um... Okay, so that being said, I was what people call a goody two-shoes. Um, really just knew what I wanted in life. That was God and music and wanted to minister to hurting people, bring people hope and freedom and um, help people discover their treasure in God and and the treasure of their value of who they are. And um, But that really doesn't happen until you experience pain. Um When you experience pain, and you experience hurt in life, um, and you overcome it, and you grieve, and you go through it, and you heal, that's when you begin to understand the power of God in a way you haven't before. And we all, none of us are immune to suffering, none of us. We all are gonna suffer at some point in our life, whether it's the beginning, middle, or end of our life, we suffer. Um, So it's really important that we decide early in life what we are, we are going to treasure, and what's valuable to us. And so, um, my phone is distracting me. I don't know why I brought it up here. Um, turn it over. Actually, do you mind taking this for me? <laughs> yeah, Thank you. Are you. Okay, sure. Wait, it's got a you know one of those thumbprints. You don't have my thumbprint, so you can't do it. <laughs> oh, I'm just missing. Okay, um, so... All that to say, I didn't date. Now, did I kind of want to? Yeah, I did and I didn't. Really, I knew the dangers of getting into dating And um, at, an, at a teen, as a teenager. I knew that um, I was thinking as a teenager. Uh, most teenagers don't think this way, but I did. I knew that if I—I I didn't want anybody to get in the way of what God had for me. And I knew that if I dated as a teenager— they would emotionally mentally kind of mess me up and maybe get me off on the wrong path so I didn't I chose not to and then I went to Christ for Nations in 2002 and um some of you were some of you even born then I don't even know <laughs> or barely walking or talking um so yeah um and went there for about a year and a half didn't meet my husband at the time there but um I had this picture in my head of what a man should be like. And here comes a man who appeared to be godly, appeared to be everything that um, I thought was supposed to be, you know, for me. And um, I remember having a selfish dream, though, too. My, I didn't realize it till years later, and I wanted a man to support my dreams, and I look back on it and go, gosh, that was selfish of me. Just to be like, you know, as long as you support my dreams, and we're good. We're compatible, you know? Um, and I didn't mean it that way and intend it that way, but it still wasn't the right motives. We met and married in four months, and my two little boys are back there, so hopefully they can't hear me um, in the sound booth. Um But anyways, uh, we yeah, it was a really short meet and marry sort of thing. I don't always recommend that. Um, But there were warning signs before. But all long story short, I was married for ten years to a man who um, was abusive and um, have four kids. And um, I still ministered. I still sang. For anybody who knows anything about me, it doesn't matter if you do or if you don't. But I'm just saying, if you do um, know um, of the song "When I Speak Your Name," I wrote that song during a time of depression. Wanted to wanted to die. Wanted it was just a really horrible time in my life, and I knew and I felt like the only thing that could break me out of what I was feeling and going through was speaking God's name, and I couldn't hardly even sing. Um, But that um, song to this day has so much meaning because I believe that when we speak His name, mountains do move and chains are loosened. But um, my husband didn't choose to find treasure in God. He chose to find treasure in things, and he chose to find treasure. Um, Yeah, really, things were the biggest thing. And then uh, chose not to seek all of his heart. I go after God. It was up and down, up and down, up and down. There was no consistency. And um, I didn't even know if he was saved. And after um, I ended up leaving, um, and because he threatened to, and I'm how how younger people in here? What's the youngest age? <laughs> I don't know if I, I was trying to make sure I'd, I want to. Um, respect any young ones but um he wanted to um put me out of my misery how about that one and um i then that was time for me to leave um so long story short i went through a lot of pain a lot of grief of what things should have been like and uh, my kids that are heartbroken and stuff like that but um Anyways, I through all of this, I kept finding my treasure in God. Did I wonder where he was? Yes, I did. Many times, wondered if he even cared. But um, uh, I'm trying to be brief. It's so hard. But... Um, Flash for Flay, I can't even say that. Oh, when I think of The Flash, I think of The Flash, this, the series. I love, I love The Flash. I'm a big sci fi guru. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm the girl who's kind of like a guy when it comes to movies. I love sci fi. Woo, it's awesome. Anyways, um, so anybody like The Flash? Anybody watch The Flash? I'm the only one. No, I love it. Awesome. You rock. We're best friends already. Yes. <laughs> or The Arrow. Anybody like? Okay. Cool. We got some arrow takers. Okay. Anyways, just thought I'd go random off if that's ADD for you. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's not just a joke. <laughs> um, and then um, last year, I went through counseling, went through healing. Last year, um, I decided as a joke to join eHarmony. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can laugh. It's funny. Um I was just like, eh, that stuff's silly. And the guy that I met on there um, ended up um, not even seeking a wife or anything. He went through a lot himself. Um, But uh, anyway, we started friend dating. But before we friend dated, we had to find our treasure in the Lord. Um, Let me just go over what treasure is. Um, Let's see. The meaning of treasure, okay, this is the noun. This is a lot here, so if I go over your head or it's too much information to take, I'm sorry. Um, As a noun, treasure is a quantity of precious metals, gems, or other valuable objects, you know, such as gold, silver, etc. Let's see, then you've got a verb, which is um, to keep carefully. To hold dear, to treasure, to prize, value greatly, adore, dote on, love, be devoted to, worship, venerate, whatever venerate means. But um, (laughs) I'm kind of really using treasure as both the quantity of precious, you know, objects. More than that, really the verb is what I'm trying for, for you guys to catch on to. And that's to cherish the prize and to value greatly. That's kind of why I sing the parody to you guys, because I treasure my man. And, um, and I have been waiting on my life, really, for the, a godly man to come. And um, I didn't really think there was such thing as godly love. And I thought fairy tales were just a myth. And But they, they really are. But godly fairy tales, just want to let you guys know, do exist. Godly ones do. Um, but all the other stuff is just fantasies and we need to throw those fantasies out the door, just so you know, um, because they don't work. Okay, um, I'm going to go to Luke 12, 34, and um, it says, where your treasure is, there, your heart will also be, or your heart will be also. Then in Matthew 6, 21, 22, and 23, But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, whether neither moth nor rust destroys, where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. The eye is the lamp of the body, so then if your eye is clear, your whole body is full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness." And um, I really love that, those verses. Um, it, you can't really, don't. There's doesn't need much explanation other than what you, what you hear and see right there. Basically, um, we want the lamp and the light of God to shine through us, and the only way that can happen is in the treasure we have and the value we see of Christ in us and through us. And if we don't see ourselves as valuable, we're not gonna see others as valuable either. And if we do not understand the worth that God has placed inside of us, because here's the deal, you were made for His glory. You were made for Him. If you're made for His glory, the creator of the entire universe beyond what we could ever fathom or dream, who knows what's even out there in the universe, um, you are treasured even above angels. And so your value and your worth is more than you can even comprehend right now. You have a purpose. You have a destiny. And it's very important that you don't forget that you have a purpose. and You don't forget you have a destiny. And you don't forget that the treasure you possess determines your future and your destiny. So if you possess, if you value God to the highest esteem, then you're going to have a great life. Um, because you're going to be seeking after him and not all the other things. So um, I wrote wrote this part as I was thinking today. If my treasure is the ring on my finger, which is very beautiful, by the way, (laughs) then that is where my heart is. But if my treasure is found in knowing the man who gave me the ring, then that's where my heart is. We We all treasure things, smartphones, technology, fashion, shopping, things we collect as a hobby, something maybe our parents gave us that mean a lot to us. Yet here the Bible's talking about the things we focus on and think about all the time and energy. That's where our hearts are. If we are committed to treasuring Jesus, no matter the cost, seeking his heart, then our treasure in him will far outweigh any treasure here on earth. Um. I'm going to keep it exciting, I promise, just give me a few seconds. Um, You will know after a first encounter with somebody what treasure, what they treasure by how much they talk about, what they talk about and how much they talk about it and what their action says about them. For example, I don't know your youth pastor, Jonathan, really well, but what I do know is that he values and he treasures people and he honors them. Um, from what little contact I have, I have had with him, he esteems people very highly and treasures them and respects them and honors them and encourages them um, far above himself. And so I see that he treasures people, and he also treasures worship. He loves to worship, and that's evident. Um, Okay, and point two. That was all point one, by the way. (laughs) And there's only two points, so you're good. Um, (laughs) Just two very long points. Um, Make sure the treasure of this world doesn't consume you. Okay, so I got this really cute. Well, I think it's cute, and if you don't, I'm sorry. You're going to watch it anyway. I got this cute little video with little puppets. (laughs) In it, and bear with me. It's got some really cool stuff in it to say. And the little puppet gets a little annoying after a while, but just keep just watch it. Are you ready to go with the video? Sweet, you're awesome. Okay, let's watch it.
1: Science, science, I love science. Everybody should love science. Come along, and you'll love science too. At least I hope so. That's enough, Heinz. Ahem. Hello, this is Dr. Schniffenhausen. Welcome to my wonderful world of science. Today we're going to, may I help you? Hmm? Oh no, go on with what you're doing. Don't mind me. We're trying to record a TV show. Might I ask what you're doing? Looking for treasure. I'm following my treasure map and it led me right here. There's gotta be treasure around here somewhere. I don't think you're going to find much gold in my laboratory, but there are treasures here in the most unexpected places, like this salt shaker. Mm. Is there a gold in the salt shaker? Uh, no, there's salt. But it is a treasure! You lost me. You need to watch one of my fabulous educational scientific movies. Uh, Film number 23, Heinz. What's going on? Jellyfish Labs and the Moody Institute of Science present... A treasure hunt! Oh, look, there it is! Ah, I guess our hunt is over. End of the movie, goodbye! Oh, I'm just kidding. Did you ever dream of lonely pirates' coves? Of maps with skull and crossbones? Oh, kinda scary. Of buried treasure? Look, there's a treasure again! Ha! Treasure, they say, is where you find it. And for those who look, their whole universe is one big overflowing treasure chest. Inside the earth, for example, is a storehouse of riches. The adventurers have always been drawn as if by a magnet to see what there is inside. These spelunkers, or cave explorers, are not searching for gold or precious minerals, but for the gem of knowledge to be where man has never been before, to search for the hidden, to know the unknown. Oh, if only we had batteries for lights, instead of candles, maybe that would be better. Be quiet, we're exploring the cave now. Okay, here we go. Hey, it's kind of dark in here. Yeah, it's a cave. No, Nobody told me it would be so dark. You, you know, I think I left my TV on. Maybe I should go home now. I think I left my ferret in the washing machine. tonight. I? But, I hear my mother. C- would you be quiet? We're trying to explore the cave. I don't... You never said it would be so spooky. Stop it. It's a cave. It's supposed to be spooky. You know, I, I left my Hello Kitty lunchbox in my car. Maybe I should go get it. Will someone tell him to be quiet? You are the worst Spelunker I've ever seen. I didn't know what Spelunking was. I thought we were going to make quirks or something. Oh boy, this is ridiculous. Can we at least hold hands? Who invited him? Cave exploring can be very dangerous, especially for those not familiar with certain rules of safety. Always there's a chance of falling into the depths below. Careful, Spelunkers! Use the proper equipment. Oh, look out! That was a close one. While they climb, they check weather forecasts and keep in touch with the surface. Hello! My walkie talkies is the size of a Winnebago. A heavy rain can cause an underground stream to suddenly become a raging river, cutting off all escape. We're creeping along in the bit scary tales. Oh, Hello! I'm going to drop a rock. I hope I didn't hit anyone on the head. Yeah, that would be bad. In certain areas, underground rivers have cut huge caverns deep within the earth. Sometimes the caverns are so huge, they may take years to be completely explored. Alright, I'm going down. Did you tie the rope onto your pants? Yeah, I tied the rope onto my pants. Okay, good. Here you go. Alright, it's kind of squeezing my legs though. Ouch! You're okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Are you sure you don't want to just go home and watch Spongebob? No, let's keep going, it's okay. The darkness of the underground has never stopped the scientist in his search for knowledge. I'm still okay! Whatever the effort, he must find what there is at the bottom. Oh, it's beautiful down here. The strange figures in a limestone cave are formed to the passing of centuries. But how are they made? Here we find the tools that God has used to fashion this beauty deep within the earth. A drop of water. As each drop hangs for a second or two, it evaporates just a little bit, leaving behind a few molecules of the minerals absorbed from the earth. As time goes by, the resulting crystals form stalactites, which hang from above, while similar action forms stalagmites on the floor of the cave. Isn't that amazing? A world of beauty in the deep, dark caverns of the earth. Hey Bobby, thanks for inviting me to your party. Hey, no problem, Jane. Why don't I put some salt on these burgers so they're even worse for us? Uh, Bobby, you're salting your hand. Look, I turned into a scientist. A girl scientist. <coughs> One tiny grain of salt is composed of billions upon billions of particles so small that if we put a million of them in a pile, we couldn't even seize a pile. But if we put a drop of water on the grain of salt, Warms the slide just a bit, we see something wonderful happen! Help me, I'm melting! Millions of the little particles are breaking away from the salt and mixing with the water as the salt grain disappears! Goodbye! Now, let's turn the microscope to a higher power. As the water cools, Tiny little gems appear. Millions of salt molecules come together again to form microscopic crystals of such perfection that science cannot measure a flaw in their surfaces. Common salt, a treasure right on your table. With a microscope, the medicine cabinet can become a treasure chest each substance having its own jewel magic. Isn't it beautiful? In cough syrup you may find the chemical terpenhydrin, which produces long slender crystals. Eye drops may contain zinc acetate. Every crystalline substance forms its own special crystals. Oxalic acid creates a jumble of microscopic straws. Hydrochronome, a forest of shimmering needles. Oh, the window's getting frosty. (laughs) No, these are spectacular jewels of ammonium chloride. (laughs) Most crystals are microscopic in size, but there are exceptions. Look at these babies! These crystals were found in mines in small underground pockets. Geometric precision totally beyond what man could make. Just think about it. Crystals are built of molecules so small we can't see them. Molecules that are built of atoms. Atoms that are like tiny solar systems and more atoms in a single crystal than there are stars in all the universe! No matter whether we look up into space or down into a tiny rock, we find amazing things that God has made. He's already been there! The hand of God, the Creator, is in all things! Isn't that amazing? Oh, but wait! Get a load of this! If we have the proper equipment, we can watch the growth of Microsoft.
0: Okay, we'll stop there. Um, I thought it was kind of cute. We could keep going, but I don't want to bore you. And I know you guys are in school all day, and you're like, okay, this feels like school. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to make it feel like school. <clears throat> but I just sat there going, yeah, it might be too much. Um, okay, so I showed you that so you can kind of... See, well, first of all, it kind of breaks up and it's funny and it's humorous. But then you see that um, hunting for treasure and people go to the ends of the earth. They go and they hunt and they find what's valuable. And so, you know, finding what's valuable to us um, is very important in determining, again, where you find your treasure, that's where your heart is. So, have you ever seen a pirate movie? Yeah, I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean, Veggie Tales Pirates, Indiana Jones has got, well, it doesn't have pirates in it, but what, what it does have in it is treasure, and uh, I think it's Raiders of the Lost Ark or the Tomb, maybe it's the first one, Indiana Jones. Anyway, I like Indiana Jones, um, where they go and they find treasure, and almost every single treasure hunt, there is a curse, right? There's a curse, there's a sacrifice that's to be made um, because it's usually the evil person who goes and finds a treasure, some curse is put upon them. And so, I, I don't know, you can correlate that however you want to, but it's really important. They became greedy, they became, you know, I've got to have this, and then they realized it wasn't enough. Um, so people's treasure hunt begins and ends with their actions and their character, if you are hunting the riches of life and what this world has to offer, after a while that pleasure will run out and you will not be satisfied. But if you hunt down wisdom, knowledge, and look for ways to show compassion and mercy, treasure and value people, treasure your Creator who loves you and does and has done so much for you, you will always be satisfied. People who are not satisfied with the treasure they possess will always be looking for a bigger and better treasure. I'm going to say it one more time. People who are not satisfied with what they have, the treasure that they possess, will always be looking for bigger and better treasure. So I'm almost done. but So the, we come to this. So how do you see yourself? And what do you treasure more than anything? Um I've got some sticky notes. I love sticky notes. They're so fun. I don't know. They just are. Um, That's kind. Of, I'm I'm old school and new school. I love technology and I love sticky notes. And um, so we're gonna pass them out. And I want you guys to write down two to four things that you treasure the most. And I want you to to put the today's date on it. Okay. So. We have red and purple, and guys, I'm sorry if you get purple, deal with it. Purple is beautiful. I love purple. <laughs> Matt. Okay, so, um, I, you know, I could sing parody again. I'm just kidding while we're waiting. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm not going to do that again. Um, and then when you write down what the two to four things that you treasure most I want you to stick that note somewhere where you're going to see it. The mirror, your locker, those of you who drive a car, your Bible or a book, something. And the reason I want you guys to do this is because I want you to remind, be reminded of what you treasure. And then hopefully over time, if it's things that you shouldn't treasure um, as much as, as God or whatever, that you will begin to transform your way of thinking into treasuring what's really valuable and what's really important. Now, be honest with yourself and don't just put God. And if, if it really is God, then awesome. But, you know, anything that you really do treasure, that you think about, you obsess with, you love, 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 you treasure. I can't bee box. I would if I could. Why I'll do this? I don't know if it a beat box or bee box. Mm, I don't know. Beat a box with a T? <laughs> and as you're writing it down, let's say one last scripture. Isaiah 33, 6. He will be the sure foundation for your times, a rich store of salvation and wisdom and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. So the fear of the Lord, she agrees, totally agrees. I know it's past my bedtime too. Um, <laughs> not really, but I'm getting old. Taylor calls me grandma. Like really? I'm only thirty-five. I don't know how we got off on grandma. I can't remember. He 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 remembers. But um, anyway, <laughs> inside joke that nobody will ever understand. Um. So the fear of the Lord is not being afraid of him, in case you didn't know. The fear of the Lord means staying in awe. So stay in awe, staying in awe of the Lord is the key, you guys, to this treasure.